Tim O'Brien, and welcome to the Person to See show. No doubt about it, guys. It's almost become cliche at this point. We're in unprecedented times. We're facing a, a as the president says, an invisible enemy that is, is looking to take us down as a, as a country and as a world. But I can tell you one thing for sure. I know it beyond a shadow of a doubt. We will get through this. The ingenuity of, of mankind is, is, is extraordinary. We will figure it out. And along the way, there will be some pain. But that pain will be minimized if we come together as a community. And so what I want to do is share with you today what I think are the, the seven habits of a highly effective citizen. What can each of us do to be part of the greater community so that we're, we're bigger, better, and stronger, and we can hopefully mitigate this crisis uh, more quickly? Now, what I'm going to share with you is just my perspective. I don't come to you from a perspective being, you know, on high moral ground that I'm practicing this perfectly. It's just some of the things I've observed, you know, in, in the news and, and talking to, to fellow citizens and just some of my own instincts. And what I did was came up with the, these seven things that I think if each of us practice them to the best of our ability, it really will create such a powerhouse force that hopefully can blunt this crisis. So in no particular order, let me share them with you. Number one, we've got to follow the, the, the directives of our leaders. Now look, these are unprecedented times, and for us to expect our leaders to be perfect is unreasonable. There will be mistakes, no doubt about it. Now we can harp on our leaders for making mistakes, or what we can do is we can focus on, on, on what are they sharing with us that is working. You know, what can we do that's working, and what can we do uh, that's working consistently? You know, the, I, I watch sometimes the, the, the news being critical of, of the governors or of the president or of Congress. And we just have to realize that people are doing the best they can. You know, when you're facing a crisis like this, we just have to assume that people, uh, you know, the goodness of, of our leaders is coming out. And what we, can, what we can expect is and what we hope for is that they will get many more right than they get wrong. So we've got to follow their suggestions and their directives. If you're in an area where they're saying, you know, all essential businesses should close down, then, then gosh darn it, let's, let's close them down. If they're suggesting social distancing of six feet or more, let's do it. Now, as, as time progresses and as we hopefully blunt this, 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 this enemy, um, you know, things may change and things are fluid. So the key is for us as a community is to follow the directives of our leaders because they're trying to do what is best for everybody. So let, let's stick together. Let's doesn't mean we follow, you know, like blind, you know, leadership blindly or we're like lemmings following things off the cliff. But I, I would hope, regardless of political party, that we would all agree, if you're in the state of California and you're a Republican, that Gavin Newsom, who is the Democratic governor, is absolutely without question doing the best he can and making the best decisions possible without any political expediency whatsoever. We would hope that the President of the United States and his incredible team of, of, of health care providers are doing the same. I mean, what Governor Cuomo is facing in New York is, is it just, it, it's, it's beyond belief. And we can only hope that his, his best interest is the interest of the people. So we need to follow the instructions and the directives of our government. Number two, we've got to stay positive. Now, I know this is tough. I was just having a conversation with a friend of mine, and, and he was talking to about a colleague of his who asked him, you know, do you think I'm being too positive? 
And he said, no, I don't think you're being too positive. I think it's important that, you know, you've, you've got to be realistic. We can't be naive. But what we have to do is, is we have to look on the bright side of things. We have to look for those things that show us that the light is at the end of the tunnel. Think about it, guys. Do you like to be around people who are positive or people who are negative? And just because you're positive, it doesn't mean that you're delusional or it doesn't mean that you're tone deaf or your head's in the sand, right? So what I would suggest to you is that we as, as citizens, for our family's benefit, for our work colleagues' benefit, for our community at large's benefit, we need to stay positive. You know, and sometimes it's sharing of a little bit of humor, right? But the idea is let it, each of us in some way, shape, or form contribute to the positive energy of our community. Number three, and I think this is a big one, guys, not everybody acts or reacts to crisis in exactly the same way. We've got to respect how people react. You know, we have no right to expect people will act, but people will think, but people will feel, and people will do just as we do because we think the way we're acting, doing, and saying is the right way to be. We've got to respect each other's boundaries. We've got to be tolerant of one another. You know, I, I, on a couple of occasions, I've gotten into it with a couple of, of clients of mine, and, you know, and they're, they, they think I'm a little bit too optimistic and a little bit too, you know, a positive. And they're not saying, like, you shouldn't be positive, you should be negative, but I think they're concerned that maybe, as am I not taking this as seriously as it should be? And I, and I respect that. And I, and, I, and I can handle that kind of constructive feedback. And you know what? Maybe I do have to moderate my behavior a little bit. But does it mean that I need to go in a 180-degree um, position? Absolutely not. Similarly, if people are reacting because they're nervous, they're scared, let's not minimize those feelings. Let's not talk disparagingly about those people, right? Let's not judge each other's reaction. Everybody is entitled to their own feelings, Number four, and this is really important, guys. I heard somebody say the other day when it comes to, to the government, you know, the idea is you act locally, right? You, you, you get guidance at the state level and you get supported from the federal level. Our power is at the local level. We need to support our local community, whether it's eating out a little bit more regularly than we do. Maybe we're visiting the dry cleaner and we, and we don't really need that stuff. We're going to pick it up so we can put some, you know, some cash in the dry cleaner's pocket. You know, um, whether it's the, the local donut shop, you know, there, how about I was driving by and there were two tire shops open and people are saying, well, is that essential services? Well, people need to get around, don't they? So maybe what we can do is we can, we can get those tires repaired that we've been putting off. I remember in the meltdown of 2008, people began to hoard their cash. And I thought to myself, that's the worst thing we can do. Because if we hoard our cash, like for example, we start to not go to the car wash, and the car wash has to close and puts up a fence around it, and the neighborhood becomes less desirable. Other businesses begin to flee, and it's sort of like a, um, you know, a, a slow decline. Our job is, is to the best of our ability, what we can do, right? What we can do, what we're capable of doing, we should support our local businesses. Number five, let's check in on people. Let's be a great resource for one another. You know, I was talking to some of my clients about business development. And this is a lot different than, than, than 9-11, I think. And the reason I say it's a lot different because back then it was a little bit harder, you know, it, is we were a country in mourning. And, you know, what was the appropriate time to come back and to resume our work, right? Who knew, right? I mean, 
Maybe it was longer than it should have been, or maybe it was shorter than it should have been. You know, it was it was a tough call. I think in this situation, a lot of people are sort of, you know, cooped up in their home, and they're, they're eager to do business if they can possibly do business, right? They're eager to get back to work. So I don't think it's necessarily insensitive checking in. You want to be careful not to be, you know, um, what I heard somebody use the expression cheesy because you're overtly trying to, to prospect for new business. I guess that depends upon your own circumstances. But what I would say is I would encourage you to, to look at it from two perspectives. One perspective I would encourage to look at is clients often hear from us because we're doing business with them. Now's an opportunity to kind of check in on them and, and offer yourself as a resource. Commercial real estate's a perfect case in point. There's a lot of companies that are going to be hurting because they're not having the revenue necessary to support their, their monthly um, rent payments. So, so what are they going to do? They're going to ask for rent relief. Well, who are they going to turn to? They're going to turn to their broker. Well, brokers only get paid when they, when they uh, negotiate a new lease for a tenant. They don't get paid from the landlord or the tenant to negotiate a reduction of the rent. It's almost like you're working for free, right? So maybe, you know, it's your way of, of giving back and saying, hey, I made a lot of money when things were great, you know, made hay while sun shined. And I, you know, I negotiated a lot of leases and, and I made a lot of money off of a lot of companies. And this is my way to, to turn around and, and, and give back. Maybe when you're out there prospecting, maybe you have a big platform. I was talking to a client of mine, and they're in the insurance space, and they have a very big platform. They're one of the largest companies in the country. And I said, maybe reach out and say, look, I'm not here to prospect in the traditional sense, but I do want you to know we're stable. We have tremendous, you know, uh, a tremendously um, uh, uh, wide platform. We're here as a resource. If you want to have a second set of eyes, take a look at what you're doing. If you want to bounce some things off of us, we're happy to have, we're happy to do that without any kind of payment, without any kind of expectation. So it's just an opportunity for us to check in in the marketplace to our current customers and secondly, to, to, to prospects to offer ourselves as a resource. Number six, this is important. Limit your exposure to the news, right? So you've got basically NBC, CBS, and ABC, and you've got some, some major cable networks. You've got MSNBC, CNN, Fox News, Fox Business, and uh, CNBC. You got to be careful, guys. There's a, you know, you got to take it from where it comes. It's an expression my mom used to use. Be very careful where you're getting your information from, right? And what I mean by that is make sure that you're searching for the facts and for the truth, not to fulfill any particular agenda or ideology you have, because there's no place for that right now. And if you watch the news, Remember, it's a 24-hour news cycle. There's a lot of pressure on the news outfits to come up with, with new news. It's really hard. So sometimes the easiest thing to do is, to, is, to, is to, to find that thing that's not good, not going well, trying to you know, maybe um, you know, press on that abscess where there's, there's some conflict to see if we can ignite it a little bit. I don't fault the news channels for doing that. That's, that's the nature of the beast. So what your job is, is to, is to be very careful, plug in, get the information you need. Once you get all you need, pull out, you know, kind of, that's how I look at it. You know, when I watch the news and, um, you know, and I watch the channels that are more aligned with my political perspective, but once it becomes repetitive for me, I turn it off. You know, I'm not interested in, in the same thing over and over and over again to reinforce a particular point of view. What I'm in what I'm interested in is, is raw information. I'll then form my own opinion. So limit your exposure to the news so that you're, you know, your mind is fresh, 
you're looking for, you know, for the positives, but you're balancing that with the truth. Lastly, guys, be a good steward and pass on good information, but make sure it's good information, not like, hey, I just heard something through the grapevine. Here's a great case in point. I have a client of mine and he had sent me a text and he said, hey, I just got this text from a colleague of mine that works at Verdugo Hills Hospital and he was called into the emergency room and it looks like there was some spread of the coronavirus by people who were pumping gas. He said, just an FYI. So what he was saying was the hospital was seeing that perhaps the, the, the coronavirus was being, spreaded, was being spread by uh, the gas pump. Don't know if it's true, but it was firsthand knowledge that was passed on to a reliable friend of mine, and I passed it on. Now, what, do I pass on all information? No. I'm very, very careful about what I pass on. Understand you're dealing with people's emotional psyche. And what we have to make sure we do is that we respect each other's points of view, that we're tolerant, that we get along. Because if we fray and, we, and, and, our, and our community becomes disparate, all we do is create more vulnerability. Now is the time to come together at, as Americans. Now is the time to come together as mankind. Let's, let's share the truth. Let's be tolerant of each other. Let's be good citizens. Let's stay positive. And the more we do this, the more opportunity we're going to have to blunt this, 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 this invisible enemy. Guys, you know I always say to you, you are your best bet. I'm here to tell you, we are each other's best bet. <laughs>